uh, as they say uh, uh, sometimes, and I hear them say, I want to give a shout out to Dan Johnson down there in Lacing, who found me on the uh, internet and listens to me every Sunday. He's got some physical things going, but he takes time out to listen to me, brother. I give a shout out to you. I'm glad to, that you felt that uh, Pastor Johnny can be your pastor, even though you're at home. I appreciate you. Amen. And, and, and uh, uh, you and uh, uh, your brother, make sure y'all treat your mama right. I'll call you tonight, Joyce. But all right, they're, they're some good people. I love those people down there, good people. All right. We want to we wanna go into, uh, there's, when Isaac sings that song, I Am Redeemed, there's a part of that song that talks about walking in the newness of Christ. Now, some people haven't, but we're going to go over, it's like a review of what Pastor Fields has been trying to teach us uh, all year. Now, there are certain things that I use as affirmations. You all know that, you know, and I can read things and I use those things as affirmations to help me in my life. Like I can go back to 1963 when Coach Ventura, I was on a football field and Coach Ventura practicing and I was trying to help somebody or uh, something was going on. And he told me, he said, Chet, you're going to find out one thing in life. You try to help people, but some people just can't cut it. And so I used, I've been using that uh, uh, for years. Uh, ever since uh, 1963, which is a long time. And so I get different inf uh, uh, inspirations out of affirmations. And uh, I remember that uh, you all know that I did a series on Kobe Bryant was talking to the football team at Alabama. Uh, Coach uh, had him to come in, Coach Saban had him to come in, and, and he was doing a great talk. He's a great young man, the late Kobe Bryant. And he was telling them to make yourself better and what he did to make himself a better player because he was awesome anyway. But he said after every game, he would edit himself. And he told them, he said, you got to edit yourself. And if you recall, then we, I done that series about you need to edit yourself. Every day, you need, at the end of the day, you need to edit yourself and see what you came up with and what you needed to keep on doing and what you need to get rid of. So uh, the people that are going to be successful in life are the people who are not afraid to edit themselves. And I do that for myself. I edit myself. If, if you have a, and for you uh, uh, spouses, when y'all get you married couples, you spouses, or, 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 or you, you, what you want to do, if you get into a confrontation or, or you're getting ready to do something, you need to edit yourself. Did I handle this in a God way? even on your job, with your children, with your parents. You know, when you have any kind of conversation or anything that goes on, you need to ask yourself, edit yourself, did I handle this right, right? Mm -hmm. Or it can even go on into your finances. Even your finances, what you buy, how much money you spent this year, whatever you've done, edit yourself. See, see if I could have made some better choices, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or financially. Edit yourself, so don't be afraid to edit yourself. I've done a series on that. And there's one of my favorite steps in the 12 steps is step four. Uh, we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Uh, that's an inspiration that I use. I, I, I like using that. We made, and I used to say, I made a fearless and, you know, I mean, searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. We need to sit down sometimes and take inventory of yourself. Yes. Find out there's, when you take inventory, it's just like in your home, and many of you know that if you would take inventory of some of the things in your closet or maybe in your cabinets or, or in your fridge, there's some things you need to throw away. Amen. You see? Uh, so we got, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's a good thing. So uh, a moral uh, uh, inventory of ourselves, we need to do that. 
a moral what? Inventory. Inventory of yourself. So these are the things. So I get certain things like that, and these things I use as affirmations, things to help me. Now I know I have plenty of scriptures to use, but I'm talking about when you are a strong Christian, you can take anything and, and use it as a tool to make you better. Now you all know that I'm a Green Bay Packer fan, but I started with Coach Vince Lombardi. Coach Vince Lombardi was one of my favorite coaches of all times, by the way. He went to Green Bay on a team that didn't do anything, that had average players, and he took average players and became one of the, they became one of the greatest teams of all times. And he, he was uh, incredible about how he would motivate his people. And so I'm going to use this year an affirmation that I got from Coach Lombardi. This is going to be one of the things that we're going to use because remember now, I use, as a Christian, I can use certain things as a tool to, to motivate me, or I call them affirmation. And it goes like this, winning is a habit. Watch your thoughts. They become your beliefs. Watch your beliefs. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. And so what, this is the affirmation that we're going to use this year uh, we, because we want to be the best we can be. And it starts with our habits. What is your habits? You see, have you have a winning habit or a losing habit? You see? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me means I'm a winner. Then I right? You see? He said, watch your thoughts. You see, some people are held hostage by their thoughts, their thought patterns. Their negative thoughts keep them in a negative place. He said, watch your beliefs. Who do you believe in? Where's your beliefs at? Yeah, your beliefs becomes your words. You see? Your beliefs becomes your word. You see? Again, yeah, whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? These are the words for a winner. Watch your words, they become your actions. What, kind of, what are your actions? What are your actions? How are you acting when things? Your action becomes your habits. What are your habits? You see, what, well, I mean, what are your habits? Is the first thing you get up in the morning? What is it? Is it the newspaper, the news, the coffee, or is your habit getting up in the morning praising God and thanking God? You see? It's a habit. What's your habits? Coming to church when we open up, looking at us on live stream. This is a habit. This is a form of habit, meditating, right? Reading scriptures, you see? Getting together, these are the habits. What, those are your habits. Your habits become, uh, watch your habits. They become your character. You gotta watch your habits, they become your character. What kind of character? You remember, Pastor Fields has always told you, character is who you are in the dark. You see, so watch your that's, that's the, So I use that, and we're going to use that one uh, all year long. Winning is a habit. Watch your thoughts. They become your beliefs. Watch your beliefs. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your action. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. You see, we're going to use that. And one of the scriptures that I use, because I'm on, I'm on a roll right now, one of the scriptures that I use, been used it all year, Hebrews 12 and 1. Mm -hmm. It tells us that there's some things that we have to do. You have to do things in your life to get you in a place to be a Christian winner. Yeah. See, when you run in this race, after you get saved, now what? No, you get to running. 
you save. We say, there's a whole lot of people that are saved, but they're not going to get what God would have them to be. You see, there's some things that have to be done that you have to be done. God's going to do his part. Or are you going to do your part? And one of the things that in, in Hebrews 12 and 1 is, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a, a great cloud of witnesses, he tells us, all right, there are people witnesses. People witnesses, I call it the unseen host. They're witnesses. But there are other people looking at us. I'm going with it, using it as a parable. There are other people looking at us. People are looking at you. They're looking at your habits. They're listening to your words. Yeah, they're listening at your uh, actions. They're, they're seeing your true character. So this is what we're talking about today. This is an individual thing. Heaven is a group thing. In the body of a Christ is a group thing, but it's individuals in it. What kind of individual are you? What kind of Christian warrior are you? Yeah? I mean, what, are you a great ambassador for Christ? This is what we're talking about. I want to be that. I want to be a great ambassador for Christ. Then there's some certain things. Well, Satan doesn't want me to be a, a great ambassador to Christ. So he's going to do everything he can to slow me down. All right? Y'all with me? And so it tells us that we got some people looking at us. Let us throw off everything that hinders us. See, sometimes you got to shake off some things. You got to throw off some things that hinder you. And sometimes some of the things that hinder you, you love. You like, you enjoy, but there are things that are hindering you from your spiritual growth. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Anything that's hindering me from being a solid Christian man, it's got to go. Anything that's uh, for men and women, ladies, anything that's hindering you from being a solid Christian woman, you got to throw it off. Didn't say you didn't like it, didn't say you didn't enjoy it, but it said it hinders you from your spiritual growth. Right. And he says, and then he says, uh, uh, you need to throw it, throw it off. Go ahead, That's please. Right. And the sin that so easily entangles. And the sin that so easily entangles us. There are certain things that are sin that it, it so easily entangles us. And everything ain't drugs, sex, and alcohol. There's a whole lot of other things out there that can entangle. We can get caught up into those things. We've got to get rid of it. We've got to get rid of those things that are causing this entangling us. Because we we, we we're, we're in a Christian race. That's right. That's right. You see, and we want to be winners. So anything that's going to hinder us, it's got to go. All right, here we go. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. God has a race that's marked out for every Christian. But we got to run that race with perseverance. Mm -hmm. That's right. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter how, sometimes, sometimes it's your life, but you got to keep moving with perseverance. The mark that's set out for us. There's a mark that's set out for every Christian, every Christian man and every Christian woman. But you gotta, you're trying to finish it. You see, you got to run it with perseverance. The race that's set before you. And sometimes it's a hard race. One thing about the race of life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. You see, and if you've ever seen them run a marathon, there's a whole lot of hills and turns and all this. That's life. But we're going to run ours with perseverance. Because our, mouth, our eyes are fixed on Jesus. That's right. The pioneer, the perspective of our faith, perfects our faith. Mm-hmm. We've, that's who we're looking at. I'm looking at how Jesus, in the midst of all he had to go through, he ran his race. Even unto crucifixion. Talked about, spit on. Right? Persecuted. Right? Hung on a cross, but he done it. 
with his eyes fixed on God. And we ain't got to go through all that. You all understand what I am? Nothing. Nothing. We're going to get an attitude in 2021. This is the last sermon on 2020. I told somebody to pray for me. I said, it's going to be my last sermon on 2020. He said, you retiring? I said, no, 2020. <laughs> last sermon on 2020. I ain't dying. This is the last one. You see, and you don't go into, you athletes know that, you don't go into a race wanting to get in shape. You get in shape before you get into the race. See, we ain't going into 2020 trying to get in shape, athletes. We're going to be in shape when 2020 gets here. We Christians, we're going to go in with the right attitude, a new attitude, a new thought pattern, ready to go. And we're going to run that race with perseverance. And the voice says, let us drop every extra weight. Every extra weight, you've got to lose some weight. Get rid of the fat. Sin fat I'm talking about. We got to lean down. We're going to drop out all of that extra weight. Every sin that clings to us. We're getting rid of it. It's gone. Sometimes it's things. Sometimes it's thoughts. And sometimes it's people. Are you with me? All right. Again, every sin that clings to us and slackens our pace. Nothing, nothing, anything that slackens our pace. There is a certain pace that a runner runs. You can't lose your pace. So you got to get rid of everything, every thought. We're not going to allow anything to slacken our pace. That's right. All right? And let us run with endurance the long race that's set before us. We're going to run with endurance the long race that's set before us. If God has set a long race before us, he's given us the ability, yes, and the spiritual muscle to run it. You see what I'm talking about? That's right. Are you ready to run is the key with perseverance, the Christian life that's set before you. That is the key. You see? People talk about 2020. It's been a tough year. We're hoping that 2021 is not as tough as 2020, but if it is, we're still going to run the same. We're going to run that race with perseverance. You see? Because that's who we are. That's right. All right? And the passion says, so we must let go of every wound. We must let go of every wound. Mm -hmm. People have hurt you, wounded you in your past. Some folks have been carrying it for 10, 15, 20 years. Let it go. Let everything that's wounded you, let it go. You see? That has pierced us. And sometimes, yes, it can be family members or somebody you love that has done something, said something to you, that's wounded you, that's pierced you. Let it go. You got to let it go because you got a race to run. And you ain't carrying that extra weight Amen. with you anymore. Right. You got to tell your, your thought pattern, you no longer enslave me. That's got to go. Ex-husbands, ex-wives, sickness, germs, disease, yes, finance, backbiters, stabbers, underminers. It's got to go. You see, you pierced. I was wounded and pierced, but I'm healed today. 
and I'm going to run the race that God has put before me. You see, there used to be an old song. If you don't go, don't hinder me. Huh? Because I'm on a race. I'm on this race. And I got a pace to keep up. And if you can't keep up with my pace, see you later. You see, because God has something marked out for me. I want to tell some of you on here, you're going to be blessed. I can prophesy to this, and you very time, very few times you'll ever see Pastor. This can be the greatest year coming of your life. It depends on you. God, God's God, He's ready. Jesus says, I come to give you life and life abundant. If He said that, then it depends on you. See, some people can't receive anything because they're too busy carrying too much. You see, you got to empty yourself out and let him fill you. Are right. oh, you with me this morning? Yes. All right. Let go. Then you will be able to run life's marathon race with passion. Let go, let go, let go, let go. Mm -hmm. It says, so let go. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able, is that where, where I'm at? Start all over again and, and I'm, I'm, I'm yes. just excited. Yes, so you will be able to run life's marathon. So life race. is a marathon. That's why I want to get. Life is a marathon. I cannot carry. I have too far a race to run to be carrying junk. Mm -hmm. Huh? That's right. You see, I got the slim down, trim down. Mm -hmm. Huh? Get all this negative fat off so I can be spiritually trimmed, fit, ready to run the marathons of life. God has got before me. Amen. I'm going to run this race with passion mm -hmm. and determination. That's right. With passion and determination. Yeah. Something's got to go. Yeah. This is too heavy. I can't carry that no more. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep that in my heart anymore. That's right. I'm not going to, I got to get those thoughts out of my mind. Yeah. All right. You see, the Bible says, guard your heart. I'm going to guard my heart. I'm going to empty it out, start all over again. And I'm not going to let anything in there that's going to hinder me. Are you with me this morning? Yes. I feel good about this. Yes. Yeah, I feel good about this. With passion and determination, I'm going to run this race. With passion and determination, I'm going to run this race. Repeat after me. With passion, with passion and, determination, and determination, I'm going to run the race, I'm going to run the race that God has ordained for me to run. That God has ordained. That's how it is. And you know that when God has something for you to do and a race for you to run and a place for you to be, Satan wants to do everything he can to hinder you from that. But not today. He is a liar and the father of lies and the truth is not in him. We're going to run our race. That's right. We're not going to tell him to move out the way, get out the way, move and get out the way. And we're going to cast him into the fires of hell where he belongs in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. All right. Now let's turn to Philippians 3, verse 12 through 16. Now, because we become a new creation. We talked about that. You heard the singer saying, we've been redeemed, born again, filled with, you know, filled with the Holy Spirit. We're a new creation now. When we become a new creation, there's a new thought pattern. Come on here with me. There's a new thought pattern now. 
Satan no longer can hinder us in anything. We done got rid of that. People in our past can no longer hinder us. Folks have done things to us. We don't even remember how that is. That's all gone. That's all gone because I'm a new creation. And if I'm a new creation, I got a new heart. I got a new mind. I got a new soul. I got a new spirit. I got a new way of thinking. I got a new way of loving. Come on here with me. I got a new way of processing. Because I'm a new creature now in Christ. I'm a new creation. Philippians 3, 12 and 16. Here we go. He says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness. Paul's saying he admit he hasn't acquired the absolute mm-hmm. fullness. He says he, he hasn't got it all yet. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like that. I like that there's some green in my life because as long as there's some green in my life, I can keep growing, Brother Isaac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, as long as there's some green places in my life, that means I, I can keep growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ain't already got there yet. Paul says, but he's working on it. That's right. All right. He says, but I run with passion into his abundance. But I run with passion into Christ's abundance. And the reason I run with passion to Christ's abundance, there's two things that God can't do is fail and lie. And Jesus Christ says, I come to give you life and life more abundant. So I'm running in the life of abundant. Yeah. Because I'm running on the promises of Christ. And anything Christ has promised me, he's given me the tools to be able to obtain it. See, so sometimes I got to tell myself, run, Johnny, run, Johnny, run, Johnny. Run for Jesus. Run for his promises. All right. And it doesn't matter what condition your condition is in right now. You can do something better than you did last year. You see, do you understand me? You understand me? Mm-hmm. The young brother that I was talking about is in a condition where he's paralyzed from his chest down. You see? But look what he's doing. He's listening to Pastor Johnny. All right. All right. You see? He, do something better. Mm-hmm. Do something better, Brother Darren. Raise a hand higher. Do something better. Even in your condition, you can do something better. Just a little bit sometimes. It doesn't matter how much. It may just be one step. But it was a step that I didn't take last year. You see, step that I didn't take last year. Sometimes a little bit is a lot. Depends on the condition your condition is in. Mm -hmm. But just do something better. Mm -hmm. All right. He says, I run so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill. He says, I love that. He says, so that I might run so that I might reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill. I am running this race. There used to be a time when I had my own ideas, but I'm running this race now because of the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. And he says, wants me to discover, meaning there's some things that that I don't know that's out there for me, some blessings that's out there for me. There's some abundance that's out there for me, Brother Ray, and I want to keep running this until I discover them. I want to discover every promise, Brother Larry, that Christ has for me. You see? You can't help but keep on running to know that there's more presence. You see? You see it. And on Christmas Day, some of them kids say, is that all the presents? No, you tell them, be good, maybe you'll get some on New Year's or your birthday. You see? I'm running on his promises. Are you with me? All right. And, and, and the power of that is we keep talking about running with passion. 
We're talking about a new purpose now. There was a time when I had my own deal, ideals of what it should be like, but now I am reaching for the promises and Christ has and for God's purpose for me. Mm -hmm. I want to discover what he has for me. Mm -hmm. That means if I want to discover what he has for me, that means that there's some things that God has for me that I don't even know yet. But if God has them for me and I discover them, I know they're going to be a blessing. Somebody said, further on up the road, there's a blessing for me. (laughs) All right, is it 13? Yes. Okay. He says, I don't depend on my own strength. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. I don't depend on my own strength. Mm -hmm. You got to stop there. I don't depend on my own. There was a time when I depended on my own, so I'm I'm past all that now. Because I figured out when I went through some things in my body, my body got wore out. You all know what I've been through. So I don't do that anymore. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. Mm-hmm. That's right. You see? Because I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. His strength, his courage, his wisdom, his ability. That's what I'm running on now, depending on that. For Christ is within me. All right? However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past. Y'all better hear me. There's one thing I focus. He said, I'm forgetting all of the past. Mm-hmm. Forget it. I don't forget it. Good or bad, what is it? Mm-hmm. Past. That's right. That's right. All right. And he fastens his heart to the future instead. And we fasten our heart to the future instead. Yeah, yeah. That means you're green, you can grow. Yeah. I have a future. I'm excited about it. You have a future. You should be excited about it. You have no idea what God's got planned for you. But it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Satan is trying to tell some of you, oh, he don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He has a future. Look into the future. I ain't got time for the past. That's back there. Mm-hmm. And looking back there. You see? The only thing you can do is when you look back, looking back over my life, I can find out that all the strife that I caused, what good does that do me? Right. If God ain't looking back there, why are you doing it? Mm. Well, that was good. All right. that, was good. that was good. I like that. <laughs> all right. Verse 13 from the voice says, I'm leaving my old life behind. Bye. Mm. Bye. I'm leaving my old life behind and putting everything on the line for this new mission that God has for me. Because why? I've been redeemed. All right. You see, I'm about to finish here, but you ought to be fired up about this. <laughs> you ought to be excited about this. You see, people say, 2020 was a tough year. 2020 is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gone. Last Sunday, it's gone. We, we, we passed that. That's right. We're going forward. That's right. We got a future. Mm-hmm. You see? Yes. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. That's something. A divine invitation. Mm-hmm. God has given us a divine invitation. He said, come unto me. And I'll give you rest. He says, Lo, and I'll always be with you. I'll never forsake you. 
you see? He says, oh, and I'll supply you if you ever need. All he's doing is giving us the invitation. He said, if you seek me, you'll find me. If you knock, I'll answer. That's his invitation. You see, you knock through prayer and faith, and he opens the door and gives you an invitation. He says, come unto me, and I'll give you rest. Yes. And then he says, lo, and my peace I give unto you. And then he says, and I'll supply you of your every needs. That's your invitation. That's your invitation. That's your invitation. All right. Verse 15 and 16 from the message. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. And I love that. Hey, I'm off and I'm what? Running? Yes. I'm running for Jesus, and I'm not turning back. Where you going? I'm, don't, don't, I ain't turning back. I can't hear you. I'm running for Jesus and I ain't turning back. I'm not turning back. When you, some of you have never ran, but when you run, there's a good feeling you get. It's like nothing. You just feel it. You just feel good. That's the way it is when you're Christian life. When you're running for Jesus, not only do you have a second win, you have a third, fourth, and fifth win. Yeah, and you feel good about it. Yeah. Who are you running for? Or who are you running from? Mm. You need to ask yourself that. Mm. All right. So let's keep focused on that goal. And we're going to keep focused on that goal. Mm-hmm. Those of us who want everything God has for us. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Yes. Those of us who want everything God has for us, we're going to keep running. See, see, when, see, there's a finish line down there. There's some rewards down there. You ain't focusing on all that behind you. You looking at all, no, 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 there. Focusing on what God has for us. Yes. 16. Then he says, if any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment. He says, if you got anything else on your mind, Something else less than total commitment. Mm-hmm. That's for some of the motherfuckers, not us, all right? Mm-hmm. God will clear your blurred vision. You could be on here. You could be listening mm-hmm. to me. God needs to clear your blurred vision, mm-hmm. or whatever that word is. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't see. Mm-hmm. Too foggy. You need to ask God to clear that up. Keep going, please. Now that we're on the right track, mm-hmm. let's stay on it. Now that we're on the right track, mm-hmm. we're going to stay on it, Sister Ken. We're going to stay on it. Mm-hmm. I'm st- we're on the right track, we're going to stay on it. We're going to bust in 2021. All right. Bust in. Mm-hmm. Run in there. You see, ready to go. Mm-hmm. You see, that's when Friday? Or Thursday night, right? Thursday night is New Year's night. Mm-hmm. You see, we in the blocks now. We're going to bust out. All right. Come on. What's wrong with y'all? So I've been listening to Pastor Fields. He done told me to bust out. I'm in a summer bust out. You see, I'm in a race. I can't get, I'm ready to run. I'm in spiritual condition. I got spiritual muscle. I've got all the sin of fat off me. All 
and I'm lean, mean, spiritual machine. All right? All right. All right? Verse 15 and 16 from the Passion. So let all who are fully mature have the same passion. Let us all that are Christ Temple North and friends, let all of us that are fully mature have the same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. God will reveal it to them. I can't reveal it to them because if they don't have it, I got to look back and I'm not looking back. So some things, some of you all are looking back to get some folks, you need to leave them alone. Let God reveal that to them. Let God take care of them and you run straight forward. Are you with me? And lastly, let us all advance together. Let us all, Christ Temple North and friends, let us all advance together. We winners over here. Let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. We're going to walk together, run together. Each one has an individual race, but we're going to do it together. And we're going to encourage each, each person according to their ability, according to the race that they have to run. But we all are going to be victorious. I'm telling you that. We're going to be victorious because we have a passion to run for Christ. God is good. God is good. God is good. And it starts out sometimes if you haven't taken Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. It's a very simple thing to do. You just get on your knees and or raise your hand. If you're in bed, whatever you have to do. And you say that I want to run that race that Pastor Fields has talked about. If you're not saved and say I want to repent of my sins. God, I'm sorry for every sin that I've ever committed in my life. And, and, and I want you to forgive me for the sins that I committed. And I want Jesus Christ, I want you to be the Lord of my life. And I want to be saved. And I want to walk in the newness of Christ. I want to be born again. And I want you to accept my forgiveness by forgiving me and my repentance. Forgive me. In the name of Jesus Christ. And that's all you got to do. And you say, amen to that. Father God, we come this morning with a new attitude. We want to have a spiritual winning attitude. We want our thoughts to be as Christ. We want to think as Christ, our thoughts to be Christ-like. We want to have the beliefs that we know that God is real and there is no other like him. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, who for us in our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnated by the Holy Spirit in the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, and died, was buried, and on the third day he rose again. On that, Jesus Christ, on those words of the gospel, mm -hmm. our actions will be changed, our behaviors will be changed, our habits will be changed, and our character will be changed, because we've been redeemed because of all that that you've done for us through giving your only begotten son. We accept it. And we're looking forward for a better and greater days ahead. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. And all in agreement said. Amen.